Everybody, <laughs> this is that proverbial "Hey, big head" text that you get from that ex-girlfriend or boyfriend that's just trying to see, you know, you, you, we still good, you still rocking with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. Your boy Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. KT, what's going on, girl? Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. Amen. Peace, y'all, bro. What's going on, man? The champs is here. We back. <laughs> we back. We back. Hey, hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know, uh, happy belated anniversary. You know, that's what that's why we took uh, you know time off. You know, it's amazing to be able yep. to get to that point and that milestone that you have gotten to. And uh, you know, I'm proud, I'm I'm proud that you got to take time off, you know. I'm yeah, proud that you got to take yeah. that time off. I, I did. I took a lot of time off. <laughs> a lot of time off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I took a lot of time off. So for, for context purposes, uh, part of the reason for the two week or so, I think it's been about two weeks now, uh, for the two week gap uh, in podcast episodes is one week we had a couple of technical difficulties in trying to record. Um, but that's all good. Hopefully we got that situated, but we, we also took a week off for me and wifey to celebrate our 10 year anniversary, um, which it was a literal staycation. We stayed home and we stayed local because our kids are in school. So, you know, uh, but it's all good. We, we kind of called the audibles like, you know what? Kids are getting older. They're going through school. We can't just take them out or send them to the grand's. So we'll take a week during the actual anniversary week to just kind of, you know, chill out. And and we just ran around the city. We just did a lot of eating and a lot of random things. We did some axe throwing. We um, did like the just a lot of different activities around the city. There's a whole bunch of random. So it was like, oh, let's do this. Oh, OK, let's eat here. Oh, OK. We did a lot of that. But. Uh, come summertime is where we really want to take the the big trip where we're trying to go to uh, somewhere out the country, somewhere out of the U.S. And of course, in order to do that, we got to be vaccinated. So during the staycation, I got my first dose, uh, the first shot of the vaccination. Feel fine. Haven't had any issues whatsoever. I did. Um, I did my research because y'all know, for those who remember uh, my skepticism, still a little skeptic. But did my research and it's like, you know, even though I'm not at big risk for it, just take it, you know, just, just get it done. Um, you know, it's kind of like the better, better to have it and not need it type of thing, you know? So it's like, all right, let's just go ahead and get it done. Plus they ain't stepping no passports without it, bro. So I'm like, yo, we trying to get up out of here. So that's that. Uh, but had a good time, uh, but I'm, I am happy to be back. I am happy. I was like, oh man, a, a couple of y'all, well, one person in particular hit us up with an email like, yo, what a pot at? Like, what, where y'all at? Like, is it over? Like, 
it. I'm like, no, man, we 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 coming, we coming back. Like, dog, you know, had, had a few people also here. It's like, yo, man, I would love to, to come on and you know maybe for a segment or two. And I'm like, oh, okay, stuff. All right, we 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 got y'all, we got y'all, we, we bike, we bike. Um, but that's it, man. That's it. Had a good time. Happy to be back. Um. To start this off, not to be in the summer mood, because there's just been so there's so much that has happened over the last couple of weeks, um, and I'm not even going to try to cover it all, but just the main things, I suppose. Uh, a lot of foolishness and this, that, and the third. But first and foremost, I do want to send my condolences and rest in peace to uh, AJ Johnson. Uh, we know him as Ezel, and um, you know he passed away maybe a week ago now. But um, prayers and, and thoughts and prayers to his family and friends and to the wonderful actor comedian that he was. And th- this one hit a little hard for me because then you realize, you know, almost that full cast of Friday has, has passed. Like, you know, outside of Hube and Chris Tucker. Like, just not like, man, that is crazy. That is crazy to think about, but uh, rest in peace to AJ Johnson. Shout out to Ezel. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. My neck, and my back. Rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, and uh, that's that. So I, I do have a question. I have a question, and y- anyone can jump in. But true or false? Recently, Kodak Black came out and he said, "Listen, if the woman is the breadwinner of the house." She can cheat whenever, however she wants to. True or false? What? <laughs> That's false. Kodak Black. You know, he, he, he's a rapper. Or whatever. Kodak Black. <laughs> he ain't got the sense his mama gave him, okay? <laughs> he ain't got no sense. None. Hey. Uh, apparently, even... people thought. Uh-huh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, because I'm just... No, well, it, it, it sparked a quite the debate online. And I was looking at it, and I was like, eh? But, you know, apparently there's there's a different mindset that's going on in, in today's world, and I guess I, that makes me officially old. But, you know, that they were looking to Kodak Black as if he dropped some real nugget of truth where it was like, listen, if the woman is making the money, if she's the breadwinner of the house, she can cheat if and whenever she wants to. And there was a big debate on that, whether this was true or false. So, you know. So if the tables are turned, they say the same thing for the man. I mean, it's already the same thing for the man, to tell you the truth. That, that was the argument there. It was like, well... You know, that's the justification or whatnot. If, you know, if the guy is the provider of the home, then that kind of gives him, you know, the, I don't want to say incentive, but the, the freedom to cheat when he wants to, because he's the provider. He brings everything into the home. So what's the problem if the tables, if the roles were reversed? No, I don't so, care how much money you got. If you in a marriage and we already discussed this shops, create Mac, and then another girl uh, confirmed it. It is a business. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, but if you love that person, even in a business transaction, are you willing to risk that based on because you make you, your income is more? You willing to risk your family, willing to risk everything that y'all built together because you make more money? Nah, 
and it, it, it don't work like that. So, how did he feel? Like, like, like Casey just said, I will officially say that is exactly why Kodak Black isn't married, and why you know what I mean because it's it different. You need that question need to be something a married person can say or answer. But no, we talking about approving cheating because you got the money to do it. If you got the money to do it, stay single and pay for it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just kind of my thing. I'm like, what's the point of getting into this relationship anyway? Because he, here's the thing that I find disheartening when it comes to uh, the modern game. Uh, and it's basically broken down to its basis form to what women want and what men want. Men want sex. Women want money as far as what they look for in a prospect. Um, it's just the age-old game of who can leverage that particular asset to get the other. So if you got money, then... You know, it, it will give you more leverage to get sex. And if you are an attractive person, uh, then you can leverage your physical traits or whatnot to leverage that into getting money into these situations. And this is just sad to think that money and sex are the only two factors that, that matter to people when it comes to any type of relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's to the point where okay, you have a lot of money, so that means you get to have a lot of sex, regardless if you're the man or the woman. And I, I find that absolutely stupid. Mm -hmm. Or if you feel like, well, you are this extremely attractive person, so that gives you access to money, regardless if you are the man or the woman, I find that absolutely stupid. And it's like, there, there's way more factors. And I feel like I'm just preaching to the choir. Like, we should know this, because I feel like this is common sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, of, of course. Like, what what are you talking about? And then again, this is Kodak Black. This is like, it's Kodak Black. So like, why are y'all looking to him as if this was like this, this nugget of truth? Like, like this is crazy epiphany. Like, nah, yeah, like y'all tweaking. Actual wisdom. No, <laughs> but, no, but, just Kodak Black. Yeah, this is just Kodak Black. Uh, and it, it was like, just the comments and stuff that I was seeing, and it was posted multiple times. Cause you know how the social media stuff goes. One post mm -hmm. goes up, and then they take each other's posts and put it on their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, just like crazy swagger jacking, but it's it's the clout. You got to have the clicks and all this stuff, which is why I'm horrible with social media. But um, what that black Betty, Bailey even likes himself? So like, <laughs> just... he 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 doesn't even really like himself. So. I'm not taking no advice from somebody who don't even really yeah. truly like themselves. Sorry. All I'm saying is, you know, of course, everyone has opinions. However, people associate or weigh people's opinions or determine the value of people's opinions based on social status. And I feel like that's very misleading, especially in the social media age, because it's like, I'm not going to sit down in the classroom and, uh, and, uh, submit to learn to be educated from a teacher who's not qualified to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm not going to take any type of advice or anything from a person who's not qualified. It's like it's looking at Kevin Samuels, for example. People's like, well, how are you giving advice on being married and and stuff? But you failed, you know, X amount of marriages. Now, of course, there's some context to that, but it kind of is in the same ballpark. But like, if you know, don't give me or think that I'm going to look to you for any type of information if you can't validate that information yourself. 
And right now, you are just your typical rapper. You got a lot of money. You are successful. You can do whatever, whenever you want to. All you got to do is endorse Trump and you can get out of jail. And it's <laughs> just, just stuff like that. You have these privileges that maybe dilutes um, the reality for the average people, the average person. And we take that and try to live these other people's lives. So, yeah. Okay, okay. That's that. <laughs> so, okay, I, I do have another question before we try to get into some of this serious stuff. And it, it, I was really racking my brain about it today because it happened to me today while I was at work. I went back to work and I hated it. Like being out of work uh, for almost two weeks, like it, it, it messed me up. It messed me up because I got to relax. You know, I did nothing. I don't, you know, of course, outside of us leaving the house to do our little random things, we went to movies, did blah, 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 blah. Going back to work and then having to deal with people that I do not like and, you know, just having to just see their faces and just be around them. I, oh, I, I hate it. I was like, you know what? I, I need to make this thing work. So I've, I, I've been on like just crazy grind. I've been reading books, you know, all these type of self-help books and, and how to do books and this, that, and the third. I'm like, no, I'm getting up out of here. <laughs> so, but anyway, Anyway, why do old people think they can be rude and disrespectful just because they're old? Mm. Okay. I'm I'm glad you said that. Like I'm glad you yeah. said that. Yeah, because I'll tell you real quick. I said, um, your age can still get your tail beat. Because respect uh -huh. gets respect, not age, not wisdom. Mm -hmm. Oh, you respect your elders. No, I respect the people who respect me. Um, my mom's never uh -huh. taught us and I mean I tell people all that, so I don't care if my aunt see this. My my great aunt see this. Yeah. Um, if you weren't my grand my grandparents or my mama, then you can get it. And I'm talking about I'ma respect <laughs> them. I'ma respect them enough to, to tell them in private. But for you, uh -huh. who's not my grandparents or my mama, I'ma check you right then or now. So like now I got two two great aunts that I highly respect because they they're like the elders of the family now. And they get right. that they get that grace and that mercy. But everybody else, no, nah, I don't care your age. Cause if you come off nasty, I'm gonna give it to you the way you give it to me. And I'm a man of yeah. God, and I'm a minister, so I'm gonna give it to you with grace, but be careful. You know what I mean? Tread mm -hmm. softly. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be careful now. Hold on now. If I hold the door open for you, I don't care. I'll pull that wheelchair back and make you say thank you. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on. Sit Lois, sit, Sister Lois, sit. First Lady, First Lady. Hold on, First Lady. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. You better. Come on now, Alone, for real. Pull it right on back. Pull it right I'll on back. Right down that ramp. Pull it right on back. Yeah. I'll, or I'll speed up in front of you <laughs> just to say, you good? Just to make sure you saw me hold that door. You good? All right, Jesus loves you. All right, now you need help down them steps. Oh, man. No. Or, you, or do you need help You know, to get back in your wheelchair? Oh, no, you took a little tumble. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> let me help you up, sister. <laughs> no. No. But nah, like that, that, that's just, it's a pet peeve of mine because it's like, I, I don't know because the only difference between you and me is you've been living longer. And unfortunately, age does not equal wisdom. So just because you've been here longer, doesn't make you smarter. Now you may have had more experiences and of course experience they say is the best teacher, but not in all cases. Some of y'all are just, you were dumb 
and you grew up to be old and dumb. And whatever entitlement you think you have because the fact that you are older, it it honestly pisses me off. And I keep that same energy as well. Uh, and it's, it's honestly, it's how I treat everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm, I'm really big. I've said it before. I'm really big on reciprocity. So the energy you give me is the energy I'm going to give you. Now, I'm always going to proceed giving, uh, putting my best foot forward. I'm mm-hmm. always, I'm always going to extend grace, extend respect, um, and, and a friendly demeanor, a respectful demeanor. But the moment you destroy that boundary, then, then that, that's it for me. Mm. That's it for me. And I, I can't, I can't deal with that. I, I know KT can't see, see KT. She's real gracious. She, she knows how to, you know, just, you know, I'm, it just, not as much anymore, Claire. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like my patience has definitely dwindled. The pandemic uh, has had has done a number on my patience, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I I try to give grace. You know what I mean. I try to give uh-huh. grace, but you only gonna get grace one time. Come on now. You come again, it's it's the grace is gone. Okay, I'm not yeah. Jesus. You know, ain't no ain't gonna be no seventy times seven for me. Okay. See right. <laughs> see, but that's just it though, KTC. They old and they feel entitled to that respect. And I blame that. I blame that on their kids and their grandkids. You me tell you why? Because somebody only gonna do something because everybody let them. Somebody if somebody uh-huh. check you on it. And I, I tell people this, I'm like, look, the only reason why you act like that because ain't nobody checked you. If somebody had checked you a long uh-huh. time ago, it would have stopped you from acting like that because you should have known that your attitude or your way of thinking was wrong. So it's going to take somebody like me to humble you because if you step over this line, I'm going to respectfully, for example, mm-hmm. I had to tell everybody at work. They always they ask everybody at work. We have a meeting every morning. So I'm in at 4 o'clock setting everything up. So at 6 o'clock, we have a meeting when everybody else come in. And they, the statement they made was, hey, Every morning they say the same thing. Anybody got something to say? It don't have nothing to do with me, but if it affects my work, mm-hmm. that's when I'm gonna say something. So, right, you got people that's running their mouth all the time. Older people running their mouth about the younger people working, but as long as they working, leave them alone. So I talked about it. I said, look, man, y'all need to mind y'all business. Y'all don't know people's background or what they've been through. I'm slow to anger. That's what the word says. So it takes mm-hmm. a lot to yeah. get me to this point, but. The only people that know me is, let's say it's 20 people now. I say, it's only two people here that know me. And they know I ain't going to say nothing until I have to say something. And I don't play no games. I ain't scared. I said this. I said, I ain't scared of none of y'all. I said, male Mm -hmm. or female. And I ain't no punk. Don't think because I pray and I do all this and I'm listening to gospel music or anything like that, that y'all won't get that work. But I will tell you this. Y'all mind y'all business and work. And we'll get along just great. Because y'all not messing mm-hmm. with me, but when y'all start messing with my money and my time, then I have to say something. But I was talking to everybody. So some right. older folk took it personal. So they send a of young course. they send a young guy over there. Hey man, you should have went directly to who you talking to. I said, Who sent you over here? Ah oh, man, I ain't want to be specific. <laughs> he said, I ain't want to be specific. I said, Well, I'm gonna tell you and whoever sent you over here <clears throat> to mind y'all business. I just said that. And y'all came right over here and done exactly what I said don't it do. did exactly what I told you not to do. I said, I said, this ain't, I said, I just said, it ain't got nothing to do with me. I said, but since y'all barking, 
that rock I just threw hit y'all the right way. But guess what? Yep. Don't say my name. And I'm good with you. Yep. I said, but I will tell you this. I ain't got no issues with you or anybody else. And it's never an issue with me until you make it an issue. You coming over here is exactly. you making an issue. Tell those old guys that you talking to that I ain't talking about them. But if they feel like I am, just like they want me to come directly to them, they can come directly to me. Because if y'all saying, they said something about, well, Minister Shaw, it looked like you were shooting shots. I said, no, I threw a bomb. I'm hitting everybody. <laughs> I was like, I ain't shooting shots. Well, I, gotta, well, I don't need to shoot no shots. I was like, because I, I just told y'all, I ain't scared of none of y'all. The supervisor at the end of my, the supervisor at the end of what I said, said, I agree. Y'all all need to do that. Because he know me. Like yeah. I said, a, it's only two people out of 20 of those folks that know me. Because I used to work there seven years ago. And he said, I agree. Uh-huh. So I was like, right, yeah, man, y'all mind y'all business. Old folks, mind your, mind your business. You ain't entitled to no respect. You give respect, you'll get respect. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Back up. Back up. Can't tell you a fool. I was thinking the same thing. This Back up. My, my, my mind your business. Just mind your business. Shouts to Fresh Prince. Shout out to the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. But, it, but it's, it's a word that you said that that just you know sums it all up. It's, it's entitlement. Mm-hmm. And and for me, mm-hmm. like it, an entitled attitude, it, like that that's a button for me. Yeah, and that sets me off every time because I'm like you. I'm quiet. I tend to I, I keep to myself. I do my job. I come in, do my job. I go home. Now, of course, me being who I am, yeah, I, I interact with who I interact with. Ha ha, he he. I have a good time because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going out of my way to to do this or talk to this person, see yeah. this person be seen in the midst of me doing my job. I'm going to be me. Yeah. Then I'm going to go home. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, it's not pretty. I'm really good as far as even if you waste my time, even if, you know, you affect my work, I can let some things roll off the bat because I know I'm still coming in at this time. I'm still leaving at this time. Mm-hmm. Whatever y'all do, yeah, it may irk me a little bit, but I still know that one, this is just a the the means to an end, so to speak. It's a really good situation, really good job. Y'all sleeping on the post office, y'all out there. Uh really good situation, really good job. But I also know at two o'clock, I'm going home. The one thing that just deletes all of that and does set me off is when you attempt to attack my character. Mm, come you, on now. So messing with my work, messing with, you know, my time, wasting my time and stuff like that. I, I, I can let that go because I can find a silver lining that will keep me like, all right. But when you start to try to make things personal and, and attack and affect my character, and these are older people that do this. And, and it's that same, you know, well, you know, y'all, y'all want to do this. Y'all want to do that. Just, just always got some criticism to say towards people that are younger than them, then that's when you get, that's when you get that nigga, right? That, that's when light oak comes all the way out. Mm-hmm. And it's the point of an entitlement where you feel like you have free reign to behave this way because you don't have accountability. Well, guess what? Accountability is at your front door right now. Okay. Not, not. And I, I pissed off a lot of people, but at the same time, their energy always goes away. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's and now it's just, oh, leave him alone because you don't want him to snap. No, I don't snap. I'm still completely in control. Am I pissed off? Absolutely. But I'm not acting out of anger. Yeah. It's like, because, you know, if I act out of anger, then, you know, you may see me on the news. Mm-hmm. I may go postal, no pun intended. But anyway, <laughs> but all that to be said is, is the entitled attitude, especially from old people who feel like, you know, in any situation that they can behave a certain way and be rude and disrespectful to you only because, only because they're older than you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and even when it comes to pet peeves, you know, I'm thinking about it, like, you know, I'm thinking about all of my pet peeves and all of it, all of my pet peeves revolves around, um, you know, that entitled Tightness, attitude. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I'm like, you know, I, I think I have, okay, cancel moment. I think I have like some, some racial pet peeves because only that I have pet peeves that, that are only applicable to white people. I have pet peeves that are only applicable to black people and so on and so forth. So like, for instance, entitlement, white people, let's just, (laughs) white people have the worst entitled attitude that I just, and of course, American history will tell you why Mm -hmm. a lot of white people have an entitled attitude, but White people with an entitled attitude pisses me the hell off because I feel like it enrages and stirs up the rage of the, of the mm. ancestors. Mm-hmm. Talk that credo. Look, when <laughs> you are walking uh-huh. down the grocery store, uh-huh. lane, aisle, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. and they just assume, expect for you to get out of their way. Uh-huh. Yep. You better move. Or yep. they just it, stop in the middle. Yep. I can't stand it. In the middle. And you like wait the until... Only person mm-hmm. in the aisle. Like other people don't have to get by. Yep. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go out with me. I, I, I punish all of that. I'm talking about intentional. Oh, intentional because yeah. I know you in the way, and you know I know you in the way. Yeah, and I got a whole team mm-hmm. behind me. But guess what? My kids they get in line. They walk in the line. They following daddy. So you know what I say? Yeah. Knowing I can go around you. Excuse me, and I don't mm-hmm. mind tapping you on your shoulder either. Excuse me. Yep. I'll make you scoot all yep. the way over. Excuse me. And then I'll wait right there while my while my family walk by, and I'm I got I'm watching you. The only time mm-hmm. I think the only time um, my grace is more simmer is when it's a mother and their baby. You know, I, I think yeah. I got I'm more sympathetic there. I might even ask them, you know, because it's a lot of times my son will go up to people, hey, daddy, can we help them? If it's an elderly person, they say, can we help? Them? Uh-huh. My son want to push the buggy or something. But you know, so far so best, sweet life, give life. We I have a quote. Y'all might like this one because I'm putting I'm gonna put it on t shirt, uh-huh. send it to you. It says, yep. don't make me forget who I am. Oh. Who I am. By reminding you who I was. Oh, nigga. nigga. Oh, I, I, I don't know yeah, if I'm supposed to say nigga right now. Hey. I need that t-shirt. Don't make yeah, me forget like, who I am. Because, because we're new, right? We're, we're new people. We're not the person we was uh-huh. last year. So when you hear those lines, I ain't the killer, but don't push me. When you hear all those yep. things, it's like, hold on now. Wait a minute. 
my grandfather had a sermon that says, if you was a liar, you still a liar. You just don't lie no more. If you was a thief, you still a thief. You just don't steal no more. If you're a killer, you still a killer. You just don't kill no more. So that person that you still was is still right there. Don't dig in that He's back pocket. There. Don't he right there. You know what I mean? Because we all saved and you know that grace and mercy that follow us every single day. Just it's just it's, just it's just it's just a yeah. daily reminder. It's just a daily reminder. When we take that deep breath, that's showing you grace. When we uh -huh. go, we showing you mercy because we did not have to extend that. So don't oh, don't allow don't make me forget who I am today. Mm -hmm. You know, don't make Dante forget who he is. Don't make KT forget who she is today and remind you who I was. Because look, look, I'm not even going to lie. The the very image I've seen, because I, I saw a meme that was similar. It, it wasn't that profound and that direct. But for those who watch Power, Lorenz Tate, they, they had a uh, they had a a side by side picture of Lorenz Tate. And this power character, he was, you know, the governor suited up, high class, things that was uh, Rashad Tate or something like that. Uh, but then they had a picture of him as O-Dog. And it was like, you know, how it began and how it was going. And I was like, y'all don't understand those two instances is the embodiment of that. The embodiment of that as to say, listen, because of what you see, even because how, how I'm responding to you right now does not mean that I won't peel your muffin cap back, Blue. Right now, nigga. <laughs> like you will go night-night. Make you uh, go night-night, nigga. Now, you're a little better than me. <laughs> because you're a little better than me. Because, like I said, it's a racial pet peeve. So any type of entitlement, and it's, it's mostly passive-aggressive. It's very, it, it's rarely direct because they really don't, you know, unless you come across these Karens in which straight light comes all the way out the way because I'm, I'm not going to have any toleration for the stupid shit that these white people do uh, out of entitlement, thinking that basically it's the entitlement of thinking that you live around me, you revolve around me, your existence only consists of and will remain around my comfortability. And so if it's, you know, the fact that, oh, I'm going to take up the whole aisle and not let you pass, or if it's, you know, just the, the perpetual, let me speak to your manager vibes, or the perpetual, the passive aggressive thing where they feel uncomfortable and suspicious around you. Or the fact that, oh, because I am who I am or what I am, that I can treat you a, a particular way without worrying about being checked or held accountable for it. And because this is the part two of my white pet peeves when it comes to their entitlement, they are the masters of being instigators and then being victims. Mm -hmm. Like whatever situation that they do, they, they are the supreme beings when it comes to instigating a confrontation or instigating a situation and then playing the victim the moment you defend yourself or push back. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've, I've never seen it executed so flawlessly in my life. And it, it's, it's just infuriating. <laughs> it pisses me all the <clears throat> way off. 
and it, it stems from entitlement. Now, uh, moving on to my black pet peeves. It's, it's, it still also stems from entitlement. Uh, I just cannot stand the stereotypical ghetto attitude, especially when we have that towards one another. Just you are willfully, ostentatiously, and see, I'm, 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 I'm getting to my Bishop okay, Summerfield now. bag. I'm adding leads to everything. <laughs> you know, you know, Bishop used to add leads to everything. But you, you were just so arrogantly ignorant. And then act like you cannot be held accountable. Like, I, I'll give an example. The behavior that I see with black women today. And this isn't a blanket statement, but this is for that particular piece that makes up the collective of black women. I'm not going to preface this and say, oh, I love black women because y'all should know this by now. Uh, it's that particular one that we say, oh, protect black women, protect black women, the most disrespected, uh, unprotected, this, that, and the third human being on the face of the earth is the black woman. I agree wholeheartedly. Yet, that does not mean that you still carry the rude, ignorant, entitled attitude to where you're not holding yourself or each other accountable for your behavior and the things that you do, especially when it's dealing towards other black people. Stemming over to black men, I cannot stand this entitled behavior of a, a outwardly, arrogantly, ignorant, ghetto, poverty, low just attitude where you feel like everybody owes you something. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Where is that like victim thing where you feel like the world is against you, you're mad at the world. Now I get it. Now you like, you know I get it, but yet still there is an entitlement that everyone owes me something and you're going to give me what I want and regardless of if it comes at your expense or not, give me what I want and then, oh, how dare you try to hold me accountable? So I thought about that. And honestly, not, not too deep, but yeah, the, those are my racial pet peeves when it comes to, but it all stems from entitlement. There's a particular entitlement in how it's used. One is used out of a sense of superiority. One is used based out of trauma. And in the idea of, well, according to my history, then you can't say or do anything to me or you might be racist or you might be blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to hide behind that shield and still do whatever I want to without doing what needs to be done to hold myself accountable to be a better person individually. All right, done preaching. What y'all think about that? Am I off? Am I close? Have I got us canceled yet? What y'all think? <laughs> no, we ain't canceled yet. Hey, because we can't. Mm, can't be canceled? What's wrong with y'all? Bop, bop, beep, beep. That's the gun, home. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. So let's get into some, uh, some, uh, some big news. Um, as of yesterday, the date of this recording is September 30th. Tomorrow is October. Boy, 2021 is almost over. 
Um, that's crazy. That is crazy. But uh, R. Kelly has uh, been found uh, officially found guilty of all counts of sex trafficking and racketeering. Uh, and they say he, right now they say he's facing up to life in prison. And you know, so of course that's that's all the talk as far as the culture goes. What are you guys' thoughts of R. Kelly being found guilty and looking at a lot of jail time? Good form. Good form? <laughs> I mean, Good form. Come on, man. Peace out, what you think? For a long, long yeah. time, he's been dipping and dodging this thing. It's time. Uh-huh. It's time for him to to pay for what he's done. You know what I mean? It's about time mm-hmm. that it catch up with him. Now, All right. All right. I, I yeah, have um... a I know where this is going as far as uh-huh. whether or not I'm still going to listen to his music. <laughs> well, well, they actually canceled him know, on the radio. They don't play his music no more. Well, that's true. And I think they, they've done that a long time ago. Yeah. You know, that you still may have a station or two that you may come across, but as far as as much as he was, nah, you, you, you're rarely, and I mean rarely, going to find anything that has to do with R. Kelly uh, mm-hmm. on, on the radio in any type of mainstream capacity. Um, but honestly, that's not where I was going to go. Anyway, so. Right, right, because I'm like, who really listens to the radio? But, <laughs> peace out, what you think, bro? Well, <laughs> you know, about like she said, because um, I think Bill Bellamy really pointed it out. If you look at Aaliyah's first video, I mean, first album, he in the background with his foot against the, the wall. And, uh-huh. you know, she even says, AJ nothing but a number, but that was produced by him. Yep. And it was yep. like, hold on now. He was telling us in his music all along. The, yep. Exactly, the whole the time. Whole time. Yeah. And um, and I actually, in 2015, I got to meet his um ex-wife, Andrea. And mm-hmm. this is before all of this stuff was going on. I was with Leon Craig, my uncle Leon. Yeah. I was with him. We wow. we I had to dance for um a show that Carrie Hilson was at. Um it's like an Essa festival and he had to walk in it. And afterwards we went and met, you know, a whole lot of his friends and Andrea was one of them. And she was like Yeah. One side of the house she never went to. And that's where he stayed at the most times. So when you have a big house like that, she was on one side of the house taking care of the kids. It's like family house, studio party yeah. house. And said it was gotcha. it, it'd be people over there all the time. So you know when you think about it now, even with the parents approving it, uh, I approve for my child to go over there. I wish I might. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, you got to come home. My kids don't go nowhere right now. So how I'm gonna do that? I don't care what money. And whether or not they was baiting him in, my only problem is um, his sentencing. How quick they did his compared to others, or right. how strongly of a case to fight he had versus others you know because you know um the two main girls actually say oh well we live been living with us since we were 15 what so didn't anybody say nothing then now they 23 years old because you know the case was going on for a minute but y'all y'all going backwards and i'm looking at it like i've always felt like you know in being in positions it has to be they got to put a time frame on some of this stuff you know, because that goes back to Bill Cosby. That goes back to the other people. I mean, when years and years and years go by, okay, what you going to fall for? You going to find him? Like, like, he was wrong. 
Um, how he carried himself was wrong. How he spoke in his music was wrong. But it was wrong back then. Guess what? Even Elvis dated a 14-year-old girl. It was wrong then. Well, no, married a 14-year-old girl. Married, married a 14-year-old girl. Married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, And I think in the U.S., the United States is the only country that when, they, when a woman or a man turns 13, they are not considered an adult. All the other countries, when you turn 13, you working. You know what I mean? As a man as, yeah. as a man or a woman. But with that being said, like that don't make it right to do what you do and feel like you got the money to do so or because you're a rock star, you can do whatever you want to do. Nah, because there's people out here getting murdered for things that y'all are trying to get away with. There's people out here that's, yep. that's getting punished for things y'all trying to get away with. So you've been doing it for a long time. I, you know... You know, uh, it's unfortunate for his family. However, his kids said they didn't want to have nothing to do with him anyway. And I think more so because they knew it was going on, but they needed somebody uh-huh. else to bring it to light because he didn't technically molest or mess with them in that, any type of way. But, but yeah, um, R. Kelly, Robert, um, can I get a PP? Can I get a boo boo? <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle said, I'm going to pee on you. <laughs> So um, I want to piss on you. <laughs> I want to pee in your food. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I, I, bet, uh, I bet you ain't gonna be writing no songs back there now. You know, nah, uh, man. The memes that's though. been coming out, man, has been hilarious. But of course, the main one has been the anything going referring to R. Kelly. You immediately have to start with Dave Chappelle and the, the skit he did. Uh, piss on you because they that actually generated some real beef uh, from R. Kelly to Dave Chappelle and you know he he told this story he was like I'm renting to R. Kelly and he was like man why you have to make a video about me pissing and Dave Chappelle was like well why did you have to make a video about you <laughs> so it's just like you did it like what's wrong with you uh, oh, uh, this Dave is Jones but you what you favorite. did was real life. yeah man he's my favorite but, he really is oh uh, so it's it's just I feel like it's a long time coming. Uh I think I think this is act this this is justice. Justice is being served, mm-hmm. but of course, this is just, you know, found guilty. You gotta see the sentencing um and see, you know, what the sentencing is and if it sticks. Um mm-hmm. you know, just because uh, another point that you alluded to is the fact that while I feel like things were done right and correctly, um, you still have your Harvey Weinsteins, you still have your Donald Trumps rolling around, and the only difference that I see when it comes to how they're going towards black celebrities that justifiably should be gone after, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. should be brought to task and brought to justice for the, the, the heinous things that they're doing, they're not going after these white people with the same ferocity. Yeah, uh-huh. they're, nope. they're not working the way they're working to take these people down. Yeah, and, and they need to keep the same doggone energy. And they need to keep that same energy. Yeah. that's all I'm saying. Didn't it start? Didn't put, everything put start with Harvey? Harvey? Harvey was before it did. It was before Bill Cosby. Yeah. How Bill Cosby do his time mm-hmm. and still get out before Harvey? But even then. Donald Trump was even before because what Donald Trump's been going on, he has allegations that's been going over decades, but he's paid every last one of them off. Mm-hmm. So he's he's you know, he gets does this, does that, then pays them off. Um but 
you know, they, they don't go after these figures and these type of people with the same ferocity. And that's all I'm saying. Just, but when it comes to the, uh, like, I think they say the person's uh, um, Gloria Allred, they went down her history. She's going after Shaquille O'Neal. She's went after Kobe. She's went after, um, you know, all these black celebrities. And it's like, I don't, I don't see y'all going after these people. Yeah, they, they may be uh, crucified in, in the eye of public media and public opinion, but y'all not dragging them through court and, and getting all these sanctions and, and you know, uh, making sure all your legal stuff is, you know, you dotted all your I's and crossed every T's the way that you have done with the Bill Cosby's and the R. Kelly's and so, so, so on and so forth. So, yeah, put R. Kelly under the jail. Um, now, Step in the Name of Love is still a bop, so, you know, it may still be in the playlist or two. But that's the art, not the man. Put the man under the jail. But, you know. Yeah. Now I, I know. tend to separate the <laughs> yes, person from the art. Me too. Because uh, it's not going here. to, like, you know, even even though I was a little skeptical about the whole Bill Cosby thing. But yep. even if it were true, you not taking the doggone Cosby show away from me, okay? Not happening. Nope. I can't no. separate the man and what he did from the show because the show mm-hmm. was a work of fiction. It was a work of art. Yes. And yep. it was an expression. Yep. So and I'm I'm separating those two. Yep. And it may I, be I looked at as I'm supporting something. No, I'm support I support the art because the art is good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I think that's with, what happens oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say with R. Kelly. You know, I there are some songs that I really, really love that he did. Most of it, I can actually do without, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Most of it, yeah. I can do without. It doesn't really bother me if I don't ever hear it again. But there are a few yes. that I really, really loved. Um, some that kind of freak me out a little bit now that I think about it. Yeah. Like, we need seems like you're ready. It. Yep. That song has a totally different meaning a to me totally now. Different, yeah, a totally different, yeah. A totally different vibe now. Just the, the, the words that he used, seems like you're ready to go all the way. Yep. You, you don't say to. that to a grown woman. Right. You don't say that to a grown this woman. Seems like you're ready to, to go woman. all the way. That sounds like a grown behind man trying to convince a young girl to go all the way with him. Yep. That's what it sounds like. So, you know, and I used to love that song. I used to love that song and then all of this, and I was just like, ah, man. Yeah, that's I can't how it be when you get older. Same way. When you get older, you start listening with them grown up ears, those real grown out and been through some things mm-hmm. ears. You're like, hold on now. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. He said, what now? Right. Oh, let me and slow this down. That's what it let is. me read the lyrics. Yep. 
Oh, because as wow. much as you can separate, you know, the person from the art, sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it's the person that's, you know, that's still creating that art. And so mm-hmm. you're still going to get pieces of them. And, uh, you know, it, it's that whole, not to get all spiritual, but, you know, it's still a, a spiritual thing because this is coming from, you know, that entity. And it's coming from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the spirit of what you're doing it in. So, yeah, a, a lot of people are like, oh, listen back to the music. And you can see it, it's almost as if he was, you know, exposing himself right then and there. We just really didn't know until we, you know, pulled back the veil. Um, and I'm I'm the same way. You know, uh, there's, you know, maybe one or two R. Kelly songs that I'm, I may still enjoy. But for the most part, do away with his, his entire catalog and I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially with the way the access to music that you have now, I, I think I'll be okay. Uh, Eric Bellinger, I'm a huge fan of. I'll listen to Eric Bellinger because hey, boo, he I'm still your, I'm talented. still your only fan, Jennifer. I'm your only yeah. fan. So, so, <laughs> so, it's, so it's just it's just that you know, so much access to music. You know, I'm I'm good. Do away with this whole thing, but. Speaking of Bill Cosby, that's something I want to show y'all because even though I am, at least up until this point, you know, I supported Bill Cosby. I, I celebrated when he was released. Um, I felt like that what they did to him wasn't fair. I felt like it was a trap. I felt like it was um, he was being scapegoated into funding a particular movement that wasn't very beneficial to the the black community. Um, but Bill Cosby has come out and he had some things to say and he went through his, um, I forgot the guy's name, his, his lawyer. Um, what, what, what was his name? Anyway, I'm just going to show y'all and I'm going to let y'all see this and, and then we're going to talk oh, about God. it. Yep. So this is what Bill Cosby had to say. What do you think is, is Bill Cosby personally thought? We talked about it today. Said, what did we he talked say? about what, it today. And the stuff? first thing he said, he was like, look, the guy was railroaded. As he said, that Gloria Red did the same thing uh, that she did with him. You parade women out and you stir up the public sentiment uh, to go against him. And, and and that's what they did to R. Kelly. When my, client, my, my, my client uh, was conviction was vacated by the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court because they saw the truth. And what we see in America today, you know, with R. Kelly is an assault on black men. And this is an assault on successful black men who are doing great things. So what we see, like those R. Kelly fans that are sticking by him, hoping that, the, you know, maybe they look at R. Kelly, or they look at Kosky's case and say, maybe, maybe R. Kelly can get off. Maybe they'll be Something. Well, look, Do you I, see that I, happening? I, 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 see, I see R. Kelly having a strong case on appeal. Uh, and I think when he gets to the appellate court and when he gets to the highest court in the land, I think we'll see a conviction overturned. I think it's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate that this man, even before he was ever brought to trial, he wasn't given bond. Uh, he had to sit in jail. We see Harvey Weinstein who was out on bond. We see the black and white issue. We see this council uh, culture issue in America. We've seen it, and we see what the assault on successful black men who have wealth. 
And that's what we're seeing today. And I think what black people have to do and fans have to do is say no to Gloria already and her racist tactics. We see she went after Shaquille O'Neal, Tiger Woods. She only go after black men who have money and success. All right. All right. So do y'all think that Bill Cosby and his lawyer, I, I forgot his name. Do you think they're onto something? Do you think they're reaching or just, I didn't hear it. What do y'all think about this? You say you can hear it. Mm. You can hear it. Well, Did I you hear it, Peach? Yeah, I can hear it. I didn't hear or see anything. Oh, well, I, I oh, heard no. it. So my thing is, um, in response to that, maybe you can play. Okay, it for, uh, I'll, I'll give a quick preference to uh, to KT. Okay. So basically, Bill Cosby, you know his lawyer, uh, the black guy that's been his spokesperson since he's been uh, in trial. He was he was uh, approached by a particular cameraman, you know, basically for for TMZ, and was asking him about R. Kelly's case and if Bill Cosby had any thoughts about it. The guy was like, "Well, yeah, we just talked about it today. Bill Cosby thinks R. Kelly's been railroaded. He thinks that um, that he was unjustly tried and the whole process was wrong. Um, and he also mentioned Gloria Allred and." And basically said that she's been racist. She's only been uh, attacking successful black male figures. And R. Kelly, like Bill Cosby, was uh, targeted by Gloria Allred and was a fixture or scapegoat for the cancel culture Me Too movement. And he thinks that R. Kelly will have a strong case to appeal, to win an appeal once he's convicted, uh, that he will be able to get his conviction overturned. And that's basically what he said. All right, peace out. <laughs> okay. I hate when you hear lawyers or you hear people in general say, hopefully he'll be able to get off. Uh huh. Because get off is not saying you're innocent. It's saying that you're trying to right. get off. You get what I'm saying? So like that's like saying, you know, well, you know, I, I was facing these charges, but I got off. No. Either you're innocent or you're not. It ain't no get off. Get off means you're yep. trying to get over. That's how I take it when people make statements like that referring to cases. Yep. Oh, well, maybe this person can get off. What you mean? Because he said R. Kelly can get off too. Oh, what do you mean? Well, you might know something else. Because if y'all in support of that, we talk about two different cases. We talk about two different yes. things. So don't try to compare what Cosby's situation was with R. Kelly's. Now, if you're saying well, they they going after um, black people with power, well, that's not even let's not even compare the money. You're not comparing R. Kelly money right. to Bill Cosby money. Let's not do that because this joker was asking for money while he was waiting to go to trial. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but he is 100% correct. I do feel like they should have gave R. Kelly a bond. I mean, we talking about something that wasn't occurring at that particular moment when everything got brought up, but at the same uh -huh. time, was you really a flight risk? You could have done like everybody else. I know people who got murder charges who got bonds. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. They, they, I do believe that, but no, man. Um, you supporting that and getting behind that situation, and reference it back to what you all was going on as far as Bill Cosby and his team supporting R. Kelly's team. It's like you saying, you know, um, we are similar, we're the same. Okay, well, if you saying the same that you thing that happened to him happened to me. No, mm -mm, we ain't gonna do that. Maybe he can get off too. Yeah, no, it, that's wrong. That and, makes me. It, it makes me a bit apprehensive now as far as 
the way I supported Bill Cosby because mm-hmm. I, I it, it was very confusing to me when it when you know to to hear him make those statements mm-hmm. because I was like you know the evidence and stuff that was brought for you as far as Bill Cosby and his team nah it wasn't substantial to enough to say that oh he was uh preying on these women like no yeah. that's that's a narrative that's not what was actually proven or even spoken about in court um so I was like no but as far as the evidence when it came to uh R Kelly like that's concrete you can't debate this evidence of he was doing everything that he was being accused of doing like mm-hmm. you know just all up and down the evidence of it and I was just so confused that hey maybe he was targeted maybe Gloria Allred was targeting R Kelly the the same way that she was targeting Bill Cosby maybe she does have a racist type tactic because as uh he mentioned you know Harvey Weinstein and others they bonded out when they were you know brought forth with this uh mm-hmm. with the situation but they didn't give one to uh to R Kelly yeah, I do feel like as far as being fair under the law, yeah, he probably should have got a bond. But at the same time, I don't see how you can equate your situation, Bill Cosby, to R. Kelly's to even remotely make them seem like it's the same thing. They may have some similarities. Yeah, Gloria Allred may have targeted him. But when she did target him and she dug up whatever she dug up and the campaign started, they found concrete, irrefutable, undeniable evidence that you are what these people are saying you are. And there was a long history of receipts to prove it. Now, were you Bill Cosby? No, y'all were party back in the day. Y'all had these things and these people willingly took this stuff from you. uh, And, you know, the narrative or perception that you was a sexual predator. Ah, that's not the same as someone who's been, who was proven to have locked people up and was making them do things while underage of you having a full operation of sorts of where you was targeting underage women to do, to be sex slaves and do all this other shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, it was confusing as to why Bill Cosby's team would, would say that or even go public with that. So it was like, yeah. I, I, First I, of all, I, I, I why is why, the why, lawyer? Why. The lawyer don't have no ding dang sense. Oh, why would way. you even say that? Why? It's just gonna cause a whole. It's gonna make your client look bad. Yeah, I wouldn't even allow that to come out of my mouth. Right. Just being a lawyer. That's you the know what I mean? thing to me. Why? Like, why would you even like? like exactly. I. Yes. He know better. Like they can't bring you, his case back up. They he just got home. Yes. Dang. Yes. He just got home for Christmas, and and, and you gonna do that? Come on now. For, it, it just for me, it feels like just you coming out and making this stance and it's just going to make people, let's go back and see if we can look and dig just a little bit deeper mm-hmm. because now you're looking really sus right now because you're defending him. Now there's been other artists like Akon was like, yo, what he did was fucked up. 
hopefully there's a path of redemption the way he can start doing right by these people. Like this, that was the response you're supposed to give to the public. You know, he did what he did. Hopefully that he can find some sort of track to redemption and he can pay off his debt to society, but he has to pay and serve the consequences of his actions. Period. Period. Even if you actually thought what you had said, you you did this to, for TMZ. Shh. You know this is going to be everywhere. Even if you do think this is a, an attack on black men, and don't you tell nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Shout come on, y'all. And you are a lawyer. You just basically had the career-defining moment in getting Bill Cosby out. And you basically about to fuck all that up because you about to put Bill Cosby right back up in. Back on the stand, yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't th- yeah, uh, right back on the stand. Get him. Like he, I know he did I, something. Yeah, like it's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, but you know, it, it just it, it it was just so confusing. It's just crazy. It's like the only thing I can just say about it. So, all right. Another random bit of craziness that I, I read today, and I was like, yo, this this can't be life. So listen. <laughs> All right, so it's school and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, homecoming, it's homecoming season. Um, I'm going to show y'all a picture, and then I'm going to tell y'all the story of what this picture means. So, uh, <laughs> nowadays, y'all know the the thing of people coming up with creative ways of uh, inviting their interests for homecoming, right? Can, can y'all mm-hmm. see this? You can see that, KT? Yeah, yeah you sent me that. Right. So, uh, okay, so what I'm showing is there is a sign. Of course, the head's been chopped off because these are minors. uh been cropped out. But there's a white girl and a black boy. They're no, holding the he sign. he white, too. No, he white, too. He is white, yes. It's the sign that they did together to yeah. give to a black boy. Um. But they're holding a sign that says, if I was black, I would be picking cotton. But I'm white. So I'm picking you for Hoko. So like homecoming. There's a box. You do yes and a box for no. So this this happened, I think, the last couple of days. So this white girl wanted to ask this black boy for out for homecoming at their school. And this is this was her her way of asking him <laughs> with a poster board that says if I was black I would be picking cotton with some cotton balls glued to the poster board to the poster but I'm white so I'm picking you for homecoming is, is, is your phone nearby KT I'll send you a picture <laughs> yep oh my god alright so I'm going to send you a picture that, that way you can see it uh, it's, it's absolutely crazy so, I'm gonna send yeah. this picture to you. Then, then I, then I want you to. Uh, <laughs> uh da, 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 we'll do normal. All right, I'm gonna send it in the group chat. So, here's what happened. Of course, this goes viral because you're 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 looking like, what the fuck is this? What is this? All right, <laughs> check the phone. So it's like, all right, what is this? So it goes viral and people are 
upset about it. Rightfully so. Like, what is this? What, what are you doing? So the school, you know, makes a comment. Oh, we don't condone this. We don't like this. And da 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 da. We this is this doesn't reflect our views. And la 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 la. I'm wondering who marked the X. I hope the black boy didn't. Uh huh. So here's how the story goes and how it was being written. And I'm gonna keep this picture up because we're going to point out some inconsistencies. So. As this was gaining traction, the mother of the daughter went to defend, oh you know, the daughter. Uh, um, it was like, oh, we had no that. idea. Yeah, so like we had no idea. That's not how it was intended. But she goes even further and blames it on the black boy. This yeah. is what she did. This is what she said. All right, so I'm gonna read the second half of this article. Houseway and. I know, but listen, this is the mental gymnastics uh, gymnastic that she did. So the, the second half was like, however, the mother of the girl photographed holding the sign says her daughter had no idea the sign was racist and was just excited to be asked to the dance. She even called out the black child who said, uh, who she says made the racist sign. She wrote one Caucasian and one African-American boy were involved. It was the African-American boy who actually made the sign. Already marked up and took the picture, the, the mom says. This is this by no means makes it right, but should shed some light on the situation. Caught up in the excitement of being asked to her first ever homecoming, our daughter held the sign that was given to her. It was only after actually comprehending the situation that she realized what was happening. She blatantly said no, but by then it was too late. She went on to apologize to any and all who were offended by the sign and know that how her family stands for diversity. She says, please know that we have diversity in our own family and believe all lives matter. <laughs> we have received many okay, threats and numerous people have told our daughter to kill herself. By saying that all lives foolishness. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my God. oh cool. man. For, for the attempt... <laughs> that was a nice try, lady. That was a nice try. Her story said that one one Caucasian and one African-American boy was involved. It was the African-American boy who actually made the sign, already marked up and took the picture. Okay, well, let's look at the picture. What do you see in that girl's right hand? A marker. There's a marker in her right hand. Yep. So was the picture actually already marked up and given to her to take a picture? And if and if that's the black and if that's the black marker, then she just uh -huh. put that on there. Uh-huh. So that's and that's yeah. And how in the world is that a black boy making that sign saying that they're white though? Saying so th if I was is, black. Come on now. This saying is this is the part black. where I felt like it was a collaboration right and this is where i i feel like um you know she she's trying to make it seem like the the black boy did all of the sign but here's where i feel like he did part of it i feel like he took the top part and he wrote if i was black i would be picking cotton she took the blue marker and wrote but i'm white so i'm picking you for homecoming 
that that's the collaboration I feel that happened. Mm. So while I'm not saying that she completely lied, but she still lied because she tried to make it seem like, oh, this was all the black boy's idea. And I feel like, nah, I, I don't. Because the fact that homegirl came out and was like, because we have diversity in our own family. You know, oh, you know what that dog whistle is. I, I'm not racist. I have black friends. My dog is black. My dog is black. I call him I call him Smokey. <laughs> I call I call him Jigaboo. That's what I call my dog. Yeah. I call him I, I call him Jigaboo. That's what I call him. <laughs> But still, I, a white guy. That's what, exactly. It, it does look brother, like a white a guy, guy, but I think a white boy. So I yeah. think it was a collaboration the between picture, the two of I them. I have to say that that's actually the black boy who actually just looking. He's light skin. That's that's my thing. I, he looks like a light skin or maybe a biracial, uh, a biracial boy. That's what it looks like to me. It doesn't look clearly. He's not black, but he looks biracial. Um, and that's just kind of looking at like the hands and the arms and comparing the legs. Clearly he's a bit more, he's a bit darker, uh, or, or more, you know, and I don't think that's just a tan. I feel like they did that together. So, and you know, the, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, the boy didn't give this to her already marked up. No, she marked, she did her part on it too. She wrote the, but I'm white, so I'm picking you for, you know, for homecoming, that type of thing. Even if it was his idea. So then the deeper question becomes, um, nigga, what the fuck are you thinking? If you thought this was going to be funny, if I was black, I would be picking cotton. So who his rants at? Who are his rants? Because uh-huh. he apparently is well, having an identity crisis. Th- from what I understand, this school and is like a it is it was a private Catholic school, so that should tell you something right there. Uh, because I I would imagine that there's not a lot of people who possess melanin that goes to your Catholic school. And um, yeah, and that's that's the thing that I I. Mm-hmm. Things on the neighborhood that the and Catholic so uh, I'm pretty sure that he is pro- possibly the only mm-hmm. uh, could I say spot but for lack of a better term yeah you, you're the only spot in the room more often than not in 95% of, the, of the, the rooms you're in when you're around your peers so of course it, but th- this this raises you know the, the question or the thought for me as far as raising my children to understand what they are, where they come from, and to be proud of it. Not to hold prejudice or hate or anything like that, but to understand who you are, where you come from. Because more often than not, you will be in spaces to where there's very, very few people that will look like you. And not to be manipulated or just for the sake of being around what you're around, assimilate into their ideology, their, I don't want to say culture because it's not a culture, but for lack of a better term, their culture, and you forget who you are and where you come from. This seems like as far as the boy 
I would imagine he's biracial, so I would imagine that he got a black daddy, a white, uh, a white mom, and he lives with his white mom in this predominantly white neighborhood. So she's raising him as a white boy. That's what I think. And so you know, it's just so funny because I, you know we've gone through school. Peace, y'all. You definitely, you know, we, we can attest to this with people that we saw. You know, just to to fit in. Yeah, we'll, we'll they'll they'll make not we, but they'll make. You see people making uh, racial jokes about themselves. Oh, you know, ha, ha a black joke about myself so I can fit in with these white boys. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. It happens more often than not. Yeah, true. So, you know, can't, can't say too much about it. Just, but the fact that the mom was like, nah, this was all on the black child. <laughs> like, no, no, because we have diversity in our own home. I have a black dog I call Porch Monkey. He, he's mm. my best friend. I've known him for mm. years. I, I love Porch Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and we believe all lives matter because, you know, to them, a dog's life is more valuable than a black person's life anyway. Yeah. You know? See, and that, just making that line right there, just making that statement right there alone is showing yep. your character because uh-huh. it didn't even fit for the situation. Nope. Like we ain't, Not at all. We, we we talking about your ignorance. We talking about in this particular moment, you being a nigga for your response yep. for act for saying it, for acting like that. So no, you're not ma'am, um, Karen, um, you're not gonna get a pass on this one. And we ain't blind out here. Um, I have a problem with not talking about anybody parenting. I have a problem when parents don't don't show their kids color. Yeah. Because if you can't see my, I want, I want you to know that I want my daughters to know they are black and beautiful. I want them to know that I want them to know that black is the most beautiful. It's my, it's daddy's favorite color, first of all. And Uh when you actually put all, put all the colors together, you'll get a darker tone more than anything else. So your skin is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. Your mother is beautiful. Your uncles are beautiful. You know what I mean? So don't, negate the fact that you have a black father and don't see my color because your color is powerful. I want somebody to not look through you. You're not invisible. You're not clear. I want somebody to actually see you and they don't, they see your color before they see your brain. Yeah. They see your color before they understand, they, before they hear your, your, your voice. So it's regardless, you know, we're not blind. Like I said, you know, we're not blind. You see what, you know, the difference between black and white and you should know the difference between right and wrong. And if those yep. are high school kids, they got sloppy handwriting. Yeah. And that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing that I've also been working on. Listen, I sit my daughter down every single day with handwriting workbooks. Work on your handwriting. I, I yeah. yeah, at five, yeah, work on your handwriting because... Jesus Christ. But you know, there's different things like that they, they don't teach cursive handwriting in school anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, and all these other things because everything is so digital. You know, she has they send her home. I know I said this before, they send her home with a touch screen laptop that she takes to and from school every day and does most of her work on. But I'm like, no, you're gonna learn how to write. <laughs> you're gonna learn how to write. Cause I know it's 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 just crazy, man. Crazy. So to to the to the, the the mom who blamed everything on on that black boy because she she said all lives matter didn't she she did say all lives matter but all right. his life matter 
But Ma'am. but not so much because she put all the blame mm-hmm. on him. She threw that black boy oh. all the way under the bus. Oh. Backed up, rolled up, and then, then went back again, put it back in, and kept on trying to do that boy all under that bus. <laughs> She, right, she, she hit him. She hit him with that um, with that bump, 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 and then the bump, bump, bump. <laughs> she threw that boy under the bus. <laughs> hit him with that bump, bump, bump. Oh, bump, bump. Said she got a black dog named Jigaboo. She loves it. <laughs> hit him with that bump, bump, bump. Okay. KT over there like, mm-mm. Okay. Uh, she missed us. She missed us. You know, what I mean, you know, we missed you too, KT. We love you. <laughs> All right, look. Last little question. We're we going to get up out of here. True or false? Someone tweeted this and said, the way y'all exes still have access to oh, you Lord. while you're in a new relationship is absurd to me. Is that true or false? Say again. The way your exes. Say Basically again. saying, if you are in a relationship and your ex from a previous relationship still has access to you, it's not a good thing. So the way y'all exes still have access to you while you're in a new relationship is absurd to this person. Mm. So if you're in a relationship should you have or should your ex have access to you? And I wanted to ask this question because, of course, there's different layers that we can go in and different directions we can go in. So let's talk about it. And then we're going to get up out of here. Well, you know, I'm, I mean, it depends you know, I have on to deal with mine. You know, I guess it's different if you have children. Because, yes. you know, um, I'm friends. Because me and... Well, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's start here. So well, I'll start with the surface okay? and then I'll, I'll let you give us some context and some ways of where this will, um, but this will, you know, anyway, so in this particular case, we'll, we'll take, we'll take me, for example, mm-hmm. there is no way in hell that I would allow my ex to have any type of access to me mm-hmm. while while I am a married man of 10 years. Like, there's no way. No way whatsoever because that, that is the epitome of disrespectful um, and this, that, and the third. And we'll... That's another story that I have for y'all and that but I But she just want to be your friend. She just want to be your friend. She want to be... Nah. She want to be both of y'all friends. Nah. But she in a relationship now. She married now. Don't be like nah. that. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Stop that. Stop. Uh-uh. Put your hands down, KT. Stop. 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 Yeah. So you mean to tell me? And I'm just right. asking. I'm, I'm just asking. It's your ex. Y'all don't have kids together, right? And she wants to be continue to be your friend, y'all friend. She's nah. married. She want to go on a double date. No. Uh-uh. Won't do it. I feel you. I, I, I won't do it. Mainly I, I gotta, because of just, just from 
just the first of all, the the history of it. I hate my ex. Oh. So that, that's that that's that's part of it. That <laughs> so one. Well, I, I hate is a strong word, but now nah, I don't fuck with you at all, at mm. all. That 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 is the past, the past, the past, the past, the past. Mm-hmm. You way back there, and I have yeah. no interest in turning back. Like just. The fact that I'm talking about you is the, or even remotely thinking about you is makes me feel good. Cause like up until this point, I haven't thought about you at all. Right. So Mm. with that said, and you know, she, I wouldn't put it past her to try something like this anyway. So my boundary has to be a hard boundary. Like it has Mm -hmm. to be Bob wire fits, machine guns at the top, attack dogs, like, that has to be well guarded, because yeah. some people don't give a fuck about your relationship or your marriage. No, they actually, like, they actually like that. They like the fact that you with somebody they, else, yeah, so they, they ain't actually gotta deal with like you all the time. They yeah. look for that, because it's like, well, that already tells me, and this is the mental gymnastics they do, that already tells me that, oh, you, you are you have the ability to be stable. You you can be loyal. You can do this, that, da 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 da. So yeah, it, it's 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 that Chris Rock segment. If, he, if y'all remember, he was talking about the difference between men and women, to where a man to meet his homie's girl and be like, oh man, she's dope. I I, I wouldn't mind getting a girl like her. But the other way around, but like if the girl meets the, the girlfriend's man and be like, I want him. That that, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Not a guy like him, but I want him. That's an old Chris Rock segment. But yeah. Yeah, no, nah, you you get no access to me. That 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 road, that bridge is burnt, incinerated, dropped an atomic bomb on that thing. It's gone. There's no way across. Uh, and if you are, I got a firing squad ready to mm. shoot your ass down. All right. So that's the surface level. You know, just uh, no kids, no type of uh, obligation no to where I have no to ties. interact with you. Yeah. No ties or anything like that. We were together. It, it's, it ended, it's done, we're going our separate ways, you have no need to have access to me at all. I don't need to, be, you, I don't need to be your friend, I don't, need, I don't need shit from you, you don't need shit from me. Okay. What, what, what you think about that, KT? About you in a relationship and your ex want to be your friend. Or Sneaky Link. <laughs> or your little Sneaky Link. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I think, think you're muted. You, you're on mute. Yeah. Yeah, she is on mute. Yep, she muted. I'm looking at it. You see it? Yep, I see it. Well, I'll go. Well, for me, uh, since I have to deal with my... um. My ex-wife and my other ex, uh, because of children, because of ties with children, I think um, even talking to my ex-wife, I think she said it felt it made her husband feel better once I got someone. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was like, well, cool, because I didn't have no issues in the first place. So for right. him to have issues, you know, they always feel like you're a threat. So I guess I'm going to always be a threat to People. them because they have my children i know. You know what i mean they have my children so i'm always be a threat and they don't have any children with the people they're with you right right so um and even jennifer jennifer she, she'll say all the time she's like hey i ain't going nowhere i'm here i'm gonna be a threat to anybody that comes around only because <laughs> I, all that smoke. 
Yeah, yeah, she she let that light up come out in her. Yeah, only yeah, only because you know, um and, and and she's somewhat right because when you start mm-hmm. showing interest in someone else, that's when the other ones may say, Hold on. I didn't never saw this side because I don't talk about relationships. You know, right. when you get in a relationship that it's okay to talk about that you know that you're gonna be with, it's like, all right, cool. I'm I'm you know, I'm good right here. Baby, you all right, right if I talk about you, cool, because I like talking about you. I like right honoring my wife i like being able to reference to her on another level because this may may have been something i never done before so let me try these things i never done before to see if i get a different reaction or different response but the fact that i got a go getter a hitter a a fighter a shooter literally a shooter um she she ride or die she ready and um she don't mind um being Classy, sassy, ratchet, and bougie, and all that other stuff. Oh, I'm high maintenance, but I'm hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that because I tell people all the time, I don't know what it is, but it's some, it's something about a a girl from Cleveland County. That's what I said because they act like us. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hey, because they act like us. So that's a turn on and a turn off in some senses. It's like, it, it, yeah, it, I can't it, even get it, mad at you because I'm thinking the same thing. I got to right. check you, though, but I'm thinking the same thing. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know you messy. I know you messy. Uh-huh. I know you petty. But I love you, girl. Come here. The, see, I, I got lucky because that's wifey, <laughs> you know, even though she she from she from Ipsy all the way from. Mm-hmm. But but that's Detroit. So she basically yeah. from Detroit. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. It's it's that point to where something go down and we just we just do this. <laughs> we just look at each other. You already you already know what it is, and you already know you already know the vibe. See, like, see, and that's and that's just it. That being being able to talk, and I know uh, when whenever we do get together and we go out in public, uh-huh. the conversation to be just like that. Like, can we speak yep. first? Where here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mind you, now this is gonna be covered up. Yeah. So our eyes and our eyebrows and everything got to be on point. And you got to know because this is my resting okay. face. I see. So don't get that twist with me frowning because I'm going to have it. But when that mud deep in like this right here, I'm frowning. Come on. But um, we talked first. And I was just telling um, uh, KT before we got on, I said, it's amazing that every time I do this, you already know what I'm talking about. Yep. So it's, it's certain things like that yep. that only a course of time. That, that you'll get to know somebody that well enough mm-hmm. to be able to talk without talking. Yep. Yep. And that's what we do. That's what we do. I look, I'm going to keep us under an hour and a half. There's a lot of stuff, but you know, we're, we're just going to have to unpack it as we keep going. Uh, KT, we can't hear you, girl. What happened? Can, can I, can I do it? Can I unmute you? Cause like, we we see yeah. we like the 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 mute icon is is on so like we can't hear you. So she's talking to us, y'all, but she's muted in some kind of way for some reason. For some reason she's muted. Uh, front you camera. Hit the mic. You gotta well, hit the I mic button have... and unmute it. I didn't even get to speak uh, because my mic was acting up. I can. Do you muted yours. Yeah. Yeah. I, Why can't y'all well, hear I me? I, can... I might ain't muted this time. Yeah. Can't un- I, I, I can't unmute hers, though. That's that's the crazy thing about it. Not anymore. I, 
I, I, I think this is KT's way of making me go over an hour and a half because I keep saying, all right, I'm going to keep us under an hour and a half. I'm going to keep us under an hour and a half, and then I don't. And then she'd be like, mm-hmm, you don't know how to shut the hell up, so you be talking all the time. So you can't keep us under an hour and a half. She does it all the time. So I, I think this is just a way, like, nah, you still going over an hour and a half. I'm going to act like my mic is muted. Yep. Uh-huh, I'm on to you. I see. I see. I see. So, but <laughs> she's like, look, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, partner. But listen, mm-hmm. While we figured it out, listen, we love y'all. So sorry for the uh, for the delay, for the little break, but it's all good. We back on the grind, and we're going to get it. And, yeah, I guess we're going to get it. So, on behalf of my family, KT, peace, y'all. This is the Talk My Credo Podcast. This is episode 51, officially. Officially. We tried this a couple of times, had some technical difficulties. Hopefully, this ain't another one. But, hey. We in here. So till next time, in the words of peace, y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Till next time.